0: Welcome back to Faith FM, the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. We are on question four of our quiz for the week, the last day of the week uh, here uh, on Faith FM. We got one more day without Faith FM on. I'm looking forward to that day, but you're up for this quiz. I'm
1: up. I'm ready to go. All right. Who did King Darius say, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver... You too. Who did King Darius say that to? Very interesting story. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. In fact, it's a story that's got a little bit of a bite to it. If, if you know. <laughs> I was what gonna I go. Mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. Zero <laughs> four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win Bibleopoly, the board game in a world where copyright doesn't matter. (laughs) I keep going on about that and I just think it's so funny but maybe the listeners are getting tired of me talking about, you know, copyright and Bibleopoly. But basically, it's a board game. It's like Monopoly. You actually work
0: together. It's... So it's not like Monopoly at all. Yeah. It's you, It's reverse It's reverse That's right. <laughs> Bible Oppoly. Yeah. That's even yeah. more reverse than Monopoly. But, hey,
1: we want to give this to you for free, provided you're entered into the draw, provided you answer these questions correctly. So give us a call, 0491-064669. Who did King Darius say? Has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you to?
0: I want to just shout out, too, for our community of faith here on Faith FM. If you're listening right now, I want you to send an emoji of what you're doing right now. If you're eating breakfast, I want to see an emoji of a guy eating cereal. Okay? I don't know if there is an emoji like that, but make one. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going on a walk, I want to see a walking one. If you're on a bike, pull over to the side. Then send one. Don't, do not do this while you're uh,
1: riding a bike. If you're on a bike, then you have your little, you know, posty thingy that you can, you quad lock that you can put your phone on and.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just still, I, I would feel safer if they pulled over last yeah.
1: Okay. I'm, I don't know I'm if they're allowed the to use it or listeners. not. Okay. But, oh, speaking of bicycles, in the break, I've just bought a bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did hear that. Actually, I'm, so I'm going to go over there after the <laughs> you're gonna show. You're going to put quad lock on there? i going to put my quad lock on and just, just zoom around. <laughs> zoom around. Oh,
0: that's exciting. <laughs> so, so Texas, what you are doing at 0491 064 669? What are you doing while you're listening to Faith FM this morning? We'd love to hear from you. But. While you do that, we are going to dive into the Word of God. We are. We're going to pick it up from yesterday. We were talking about uh, resurrections before Christ's resurrection. We were in the Old Testament all week, and then we jumped up into the New Testament yesterday. And now we're going to do a story on Jairus' daughter. This mm-hmm. is... Uh, This is a pretty crazy story, and this is the one yesterday where I was basically saying I'm a blubbery mess when anything happens now after my daughter was born, Uh and so I just imagine myself in Jairus' position. He would have been very distraught considering this entire situation. So we're going to go to Mark chapter 5, and we're going to start in verse 21.
1: Mark 5?
0: Yeah. You able to do that for us, Lawson?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I can read, Blake. Let's let's go. Uh, Jesus got into a boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd had gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently, fervently with him. My little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him, and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered twelve for 12 years with constant bleeding.
0: All right, just just pause right there. So we, there's a whole story there that goes down yep. in between the stories. Yep. So the beginning part of the story, though, here is Jairus is coming. He's a mess. His yep. daughter is sick. He's uh-huh. sad. And he comes to Jesus. And, you know... I love this story. Like, we kind of go over that. We skip this part because the, the next part of the story is beautiful. Like, mm. this woman who's had this uh, issue of blood for over 12 years. Uh, that's a beautiful part healed. of the story. You yeah. know, she gets healed. Great story. But while all that's happening, mm. let's not forget Jairus' daughter or Jairus himself is stressed out of his mind. Like, you know, we look at the story and go, like, oh, beautiful thing that's happened for this woman. And that's good. But I'm just I'm feeling for this dad who's just like there like what are we doing here like I'm I'm just totally panicking I'm distressed I'm you know anxious mm. I I have so much uh, anxiety about what's just taking place with my daughter and he's trying to basically say you know my little she's almost at the point of death mm. the urgency to get there is really important and yet we have this whole story in between Mm. And so I just put myself in Jairus' shoes. There are times, and here's the, the point that I want to bring up here. There are times in our little world, you know, that we... In a world. In a world. Yeah. Uh, in our little world where we go, Lord, this has to be done right now. Mm. And then it seems like the Lord is not listening to us mm. and something else is happening mm. or... We, we end up waiting and we become just like Jairus here, like, hey, this is a situation. Lord, like, you know, mm. this situation is my, this person I love is on death's door. Like, why, like, why are you not acting now? Why aren't you answering my prayers right now in this moment? Why aren't you attending to my needs right now in this moment? Mm. And yet, there's a whole plan that's going on. Mm. There's a whole, everything's happening in a way that, God kind of sees from a big picture, and we don't see that right, and it's really hard for us to acknowledge and to accept when things aren't going in accordance to our schedule and our time. It's hard to accept that God knows what's best, and God mm. has a plan for us mm. in our lives as well too so i just want I just want to point that out like it's it's easy to say, have patience, very difficult to practice when you're in gyrus' position, yeah, yeah. Correct.
1: because you know every minute that goes by is a minute that she gets colder:
0: Well well, she's not dead yet. Mm. she's on the point of death. yeah but then you're right in verse let's pick up the story back in verse 35. In well, the, actually uh, yes, verse 35 same, yeah, same chapter verse 35. In
1: verse 35, while he was still speaking to her, messages arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. they told him, "Your daughter is dead." There's no
0: use troubling the teacher now. See, that's the whole issue. See, the, and Gyr, so Gyrus is sitting there. He's watching this whole thing go down. He's watching this woman getting healed, and they're having a whole conversation while that's all taking place. His worst fears come to like fruition, and they and he realizes my daughter has passed away mm. in this moment. We're like, I came here. There was urgency. I was trying to bring Jesus back as soon as I could. I was trying to get him to act in this moment, mm. in this time. And we're going to see this in the next story that we're going to talk about today as well, too. Like, mm. if you had only been here sooner, mm. Jesus, if you'd only answered quicker, we wouldn't be going through this. But there's a purpose behind all of this. I love this next part.
1: Because as we said, uh, there are some times where we can seem or it's perceived that we need things to happen, yet they're not happening as quickly as as we want them to, and we're calling out on God. And it's like, God, like, you need to get serious. You need, we're saying to God, like, you need to step <laughs> yeah. up, God. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, because we see that these things need to happen. Um, but this next part is so epic. Like, I love this. When Jesus says, Jesus, it says in verse 36, but Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith. Right. There is, you know, like Jairus didn't have to turn to Jesus and say, "Jesus, what are you doing? Like, why, why aren't we there already?" and whatnot. Um, Jesus overhears them and and speaks to him. Like immediately, Jesus comes to comfort, and that would be incredibly comforting. Like you're you put all you you pinned all your hopes as a leader of the synagogue too. So someone with relative nobility uh with status. Re- relative status yeah. as well who again people of nobility and status at this time tended to side against jesus because they felt threatened by jesus particularly you know the pharisees and the sadducees and whatnot uh but we see here Jairus is like you know coming to jesus he puts all his hopes on jesus and it's not working out how he Thought it would work nope, out like she, not hasn't, at all. she hasn't been healed. She's died. Now she has died. But Jesus comes with the comforting words. Like Jesus overhears and extends comfort. Jairus doesn't have to go out of his way to to, to say, oh, you know, da da da. Like uh, Jesus sees this really awful situation. This really and and you know, and I, don't, I don't want you to start breaking down into tears, Blake. But you know, the 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 absolutely harrowing situation of sure. this guy's daughter dying. But Jesus is there giving comforting words.
0: Saying, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 064 669. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sorry there. I just couldn't say anything. It was just, I was like, I don't want you to be afraid. Only believe. Yeah. And we had a, and then we had a little nice little, pause uh, little pause and then out for drama and then I messed it all ID, up. And yeah. I'm really sorry. The, so, the
1: drama, you know, <laughs> just didn't not say that. The tension was cut. Yeah, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> Powerful stuff. But yeah, Jesus really speaks to this situation and he and he offers comfort. And I feel like if we can apply that to our situation, you know, we can be sitting here like, Jesus, why aren't you working in my life? But we have such ability to go to the word, to pray to him, to reflect on his promises and to know, oh, Jesus is with me. He, Jesus is working. And then I believe that if we're, we're going to Him and we're letting ourselves be comforted by Him, we'll be able to see how He's working throughout our difficult situations like these, like this one.
0: And I think another point is Jesus knows what's going on in our mm. lives. Like, oh, you yeah. know, we don't have to always feel like, like, I'm not saying, like, don't talk to the Lord. Like, you definitely want to talk to Him and you want to, have, you want to pray, but don't think that He doesn't already know what's going on in your life.
1: Yeah. And furthermore, like sympathizes Mm -hmm. like he, he knows he understands like our God is a loving God. Uh, He's a a loving father. Uh, Jesus is a loving savior who sympathizes with us and is actively working in our lives to, to help us through this struggles. We live in a world of sin. Jesus knows that he lived it Uh, and he is reaching out to us and, Helping us, but yes, we we come to this point. Don't be afraid; just have faith.
0: And I can keep reading here in verse thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. And he, this is Jesus, permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler. So this is Jairus's house of the synagogue, and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. Uh, I want to pause here real quick. Mm-hmm. We don't do this in Western culture, like. The crying that we do is kind of a muted, muffled, like one tear rolls down Ooh. the cheek, right? Yeah. But you go to the islands, yeah. uh, Pacific Islands, you go to Latin, any Latin American countries, you go to Africa, uh, you know, these, these countries, when there's crying, it's like there is wailing and mourning mm. and gnashing of teeth. Like it is mm. serious pain. And in some ways, I think it's healthier, Mm. I actually do. Like, you know, sometimes we pretend like we got it all together and especially in western culture, I see it I see it here in Australia all the time just like, you know, don't display the emotion, don't allow that out, you know, don't don't let people know what you're really feeling, <laughs> hide it all inside. And I don't think it's always healthy. Yeah. I think, you know, there's that balance,
1: right? Of like, there's no justification for bad behavior as a result of your emotions. You know, if you're an angry person, you don't have the right to scream at people. Uh, But simultaneously there is a need to, you know, open the the pressure valve.
0: Ooh, that's a super good analogy for sure. Because if you don't, Explosions, happen yeah, later you explode. On. A lot of um, damage can happen. And and
1: someone who we can definitely open the pressure valve to is is God. Um, but furthermore, like I think particularly in times of mourning as well, it's not bad behavior to be upset.
0: No way, it's not like, bad. It's healthy behavior. Yeah, if you're mourning, like let it out because if you don't, it'll mess with you, and then you'll be talking to your therapist in three years trying mm. to figure out why you're so messed up. You got problems. Right? Yeah, it's a it's an okay biblical good thing. To let let like, go and have a cry, let it out, and allow yeah. it to happen. However, in this situation, when Jesus comes in, verse 39, and he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The mm. child's not dead, but sleeping. So this is an insight Ooh. into Jesus' perspective of what death is, that death is asleep, right? And they ridiculed him, verse 40. But when he had put them all aside, he took the father and the mother of the child, and those who were with him, and entered where the child was lying. Mm. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha, Kumai, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Um, a couple things there. My cousin's name is Talitha. Oh. Yeah. She's one of my favorite cousins, actually. Mm. I love her. Uh, she... Uh, and. Our family is not particularly a religious family, mm-hmm. um, but it is kind of cool when we get to have that conversation like, well, your name's in the Bible, you know? And mm. uh, this is the story of the girl who was raised back to life by Jesus, mm. right? And I love this. I love these simple words little girl, I say to you, arise, mm. you know? Uh, and then f- verse 42 immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age. And they were overcome with great amazement, but he commanded them strictly that no one should know it, and said that something should be given her to eat. Yeah, she's probably hungry. Yeah, <laughs> a resurrection will get you hungry. <laughs> Have you, he, I've been hungry, but I've never been resurrection hungry. Yeah. Actually, this makes me think. I'm. I'm actually just thinking about this. This is why. We are probably going to be invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb because when that (laughs) resurrection happens and we go spend some time with Jesus in heaven, we're going to be famished. Yeah, dude. Right? It's going to be. Our stomachs are going to (laughs) be emptied of every bad stuff that's here on earth. And. Ready to be have a beautiful, yeah. uh, a beautiful banquet up in heaven with the Lord. Yeah. That's that's a wild thought. Resurrect? Have you ever been resurrection hungry? <laughs> I might say that when I my, mean, when my kids hangry. are like, Dad, I mean- I'm starving. I was like, But you're not resurrection starving, okay? So, <laughs> and they're like, What are you talking about? I was like, Open up Mark five. Let's go.
1: I love that idea though of like being resurrected and like you know I don't know you 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 died with like half a stomach of. KFC or whatever messed up <laughs> earth foods in there and then you get resurrected it's just like you know when you go from you know corruptible from incorruptible when we get our new bodies it's like it's just all like you know expelled yeah. and, and and like then you've, you've got nothing in there it's it's so just funny
0: from, for, for Jairus's daughter to life it would have been IFC Israeli fried chicken oh okay yeah, yeah. so let's not no, no Kentucky back then yeah <laughs> uh, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go to John 11. Uh yeah. we're going to talk about another sleeping situation mm-hmm. and another hungry resurrection, mm-hmm. okay? This is this is uh exciting. This is one of my favorite stories because it gives us insight, very deep insight into Jesus's perspective on death. Now, we're going to start in verse 1, but Depending on how we get through, we might have to skip a few verses. Sure. Okay. So can you read that for us, Lawson? A
1: man named Lazarus was sick.
0: Yeah, good and he, job. And <laughs> on.
1: He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha, familiar names. Continues on. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it will happen for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from
0: this. Just pause real quick. So essentially, they're saying, hey, he's sick. He's going to die. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, no, nope, no, he's not. No, he's good. And, and, he, and the purpose of this sickness is for the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? So Jesus is saying that through this whole process, God will be glorified. Now, I just want to just pause here real quick. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just weird.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, that's, and honestly, that's the last thing I want to hear when I'm sick. Like, if I go, oh, man, I'm feeling really sick. I'm like, it's for the glory of God. Like, I just, I'm just letting you know, like, if I'm hearing that, right, or or let's say that that's the wrong perspective. If if my friend is sick mm-hmm. and I go tell somebody, hey, uh, Bobby, Bobby's sick right? Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing I want to hear is like, well, don't worry. It's not unto death. It's for the glory of God. Mm. Why, why does that make me feel so uncomfortable? I, I, I'm I'm trying to figure that out. Like why why is, is it from the perspective
1: that like potentially you could read this and say oh well god made this person sick
0: so that he could be glorified. Kind of like the blind man like was this man born blind because of his parent's sin or his own sin kind of thing and then jesus is like neither it's because he will be this is we'll for glorify god's glory. God, yeah. but
1: because God is going to be glorified through it, does that mean that God caused the blindness right. or caused the sickness?
0: I, I, you know, well, Clearly, I don't believe that, but it does make you just go, oh, is that the right thing to say? Is that what needs to be said? And I want you to think about that in this situation.
1: You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: And uh, we're in the middle of our Bible study, but I think we're doing one this more quiz is the question. Final, the final quiz question. The
1: final quiz question. Dun, the dun, final dun.
0: opportunity. We're going
1: to be drawing our prize at around 840. So you guys, you have a, a bit Not of long. time to get ready. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call. But again, that question is, the last question, for the word of God is living and powerful and, and sharper than any, blank, 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 piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Again, Bibleopoly is what you are trying to win, an amazing board game. 0491 is our number to answer correctly. But again, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any, Blank, blank, blank. Piercing, piercing, even to the division of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter four, and verse
0: twelve. Wow, that's crazy that we've gotten to the final question. I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. I want. To, I'm excited to see who wins actually, and yeah. I'm excited for them to invite us over for a game yeah. of Bibleopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's one of these people cuz they have sent some super creative text messages in this morning. Oh. I, I got to read some. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, ahead. number 1, we got Claudia. I I can't tell if this is a run or a really intense power walk. Mm-hmm. But it's she's exercising. Yeah, you know, she's she's going she's going full 60 miles per hour. What? Wow. 100k.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh it's going wild. So Claudia, good work doing that. I love Tim's over here got uh, egg in the, pan, in the frying pan. Oh, he's he's cooking, cooking it up. Cooking it up. Yeah. Egg in the frying pan. That sounds good, actually. If you got extra, send it our way. Uh, but don't put it in I'm the mail. I'm vegan. Don't yeah. send it to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> Blake can have my share. How do you know someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. Yeah. Um, correct. <laughs> 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 so here's, uh, Elizabeth. She is, looks like she's eating some cereal in a bowl, actually. And I love that one as well, too. It's just a blue bowl with a spoon. I'm loving all these emojis. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Karen is peeling a banana. That's, that's that, awesome. Not, I, that's it, Karen, good work, Karen. That's
1: my kind of breakfast right there. Uh,
0: Freco, I think he's in a purple house praying. You know, it's purple house prayer hands. And so Frecko's praying. I love that. That's really mm-hmm. good. Awesome stuff. Yeah. And then this one's got, this is a triple emoji. Okay. Three. Red car, coffee cup, uh, kids school crossing. She's at the drop off. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> good work, Sky. I was like, Listen to us at the drop-off. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got Janelle here who is, it looks like she's, this is like not as power walking as the other one. This is just like, looks like more of a gentle walk. Oh, yeah. Shower, cereal. Okay, so wake up, shower, cereal. Okay, uh-huh. good work, Janelle. Uh-huh. Then Bruce says he wonders if because the women had uh, just showed su- such faith by touching his garment, maybe he was encouraging Jairus to do the same. Ooh. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. So Jairus is there, like, so upset about the situation. And then he allows this situation to take place, almost as like telling Jairus it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. So it was like the woman who touched his garment and was healed was an example to Jairus of, you know, this work's going to happen. I think that's what he's trying to say.
0: Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I think so. It's like, you just saw what happened here. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. Only believe, mm. and Patricia. She says, and I think this is regard to our uh, New York City mm-hmm. comments earlier. She says, ask people what's under your mask. Mm. Dun dun dun. I'm not sure. oh
1: no. Oh. I think it's in regards to you. You were talking about wailing, right, and crying and mourning. Oh, I she's we're talking, talking about mandate. She's talking about. <laughs> she's talking emotional.
0: The emotional mask that I that's wear. That's right. Ah, oh, that's true. Actually, true. Okay. You caught me out, Patricia. <laughs> like- my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, apologies to. That's to so funny because you made that point. <laughs> I know. That's true. Ah, uh, Patricia, you've bested me once again. Uh-huh. Right here, live on Faith FM. Thank you, everyone, uh, who is part of our community <laughs> yeah. of faith here on every, Faith FM. Epic emojis. Texting us at 0491-064-669. If you want to text your emoji. Go for it right now. Yeah. What as are you well doing? Too. What are you Tell doing us right emojis. now? Tell us with the emojis. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Oh four nine one oh six four six six nine. And we are back into our Bible study. We're we're learning about Ooh, Lazarus. Do you
1: want to answer that question though? It's like why was he sick and how did it glorify God?
0: Yes, absolutely. What's the deal? You know, um, we actually there's a number of stories through the Bible that this stuff that this happens. Um and I see you turning to some scriptural references right here. I'm excited to see where you're going with this. Are you going to Big James there? Yeah, that's right. Looking in James. I I'm just trying to find this verse. It's in James chapter
1: one. Oh yeah yeah. Go for it. Oh uh, it says the Bible says um God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterwards they will receive a crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. I've memorized this in a different translation. It's tough to, to read. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempting temp- God God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect and comes down uh, comes to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes. Uh, he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth. Uh, to us by giving us his true word and we out of all creation became his prized possession i think i see a principle there like a general principle in regards to god's relationship with us is that he is not trying to intentionally inflict us with pain so that we could potentially know him better um that's very abusive Mm. Um, Yet yeah, the Bible said who but the Bible says whom God loves he chastens and, and disciplines. Uh, but chasing chastening and discipline like ultimately, like an abuse is is two different things. And I, I think we also get a clear picture from the book of Job, right? where job you know he loses everything and we see, oh, is it God doing it to him or is it Satan doing it to him? Well, it's actually Satan doing it to him. Um, but we live in a world of sin where free choice exists. And God has allowed Satan to make choices. God has allowed Job to make choices. And regardless, wherever this affliction is coming from, in Lazarus's case, it's a terrible disease that he's going to die and be resurrected from, um, and that will glorify God. It doesn't mean that God was like, "Yep, I'm going to make Lazarus sick. Like, I'm going to give Lazarus malaria, so that you know, or whichever disease it was. God doesn't need to do that. We just live in a world of sin.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And these terrible situations, how God is glorified through them is that despite these terrible situations, he can still work through them.
0: Let's jump ahead in John chapter 11, verse Mm. 38. The Bible says here, Then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb, It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Mm -hmm. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench for he's been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? And then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man, Lazarus, was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Mm. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Mm. Lazarus has risen. You're listening to
1: The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Welcome back to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson and Shell with the wheel. She's she's about to spin that wheel. She's going to spin the wheel. Oh, here we go. It's spinning. It's spinning. This is for the winner. Oh, oh.
1: All right, we have a winner. Okay, we're going to call them up. Get them on the phone. We'll, we'll try to at least. I, I happen to know who this is, and I'm 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 scared that we're not. We might not be able to get them on the phone. Might but still be hey, asleep. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. I don't really know why I'm telling you the number right now, other than you know you can send in your disappointment if you weren't the winner.
0: But <laughs> well, hey, we have more emojis that have to for coming as well. Yeah, too. that's right. Oh, what are the emojis? Okay, this one's really good. This is George. It's a coffee. It's a cake. It's a wrench. It's a car. I think he's just having a little fika. So this is a Swedish word for coffee and cake. A little a little fika while he's fixing the car. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so awesome, George. And then uh, D writes in and says, "Speaking of heavenly food, remember the story of Elijah? Heavenly messenger brings him a couple of heavenly snacks, and that uh, mm. and that powers him to keep running from Jezebel for forty days." 40 whole days. So how long will the first banquet in heaven full is for? I'm excited. Dee, good idea.
1: Hey, but right now we have Ethan on the phone. Congratulations, Ethan. Hello. Hey. Now, Ethan, you know, we've had you up here in the studio before, and you're just a faithful listener to the show, a faithful answer of the quiz. And now it looks like you're going to have to invite us down to your place to play Bibleopoly. Yes. My collection is finally complete. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you you're a are you a big board games guy?
0: I am. I've got so many. I've got um my star. I've got a Star Wars one. I've got a Big Money one, and now I've got the Bible one. Oh, uh, nice! One movies, I, have Yo,
1: I am so excited. Well, we'll be getting that board game down
0: to you as, as soon as possible. Congratulations, we'll Ethan! Good and, work
1: and play. Good
0: job. Thank Keep you. listening. Okay. Okay. Awesome, man. Yeah. Very, very cool.
1: Oh, Ethan, have a good day. Fantastic that we could get him on the phone. I'll give you a few answers to the quiz, though. Uh, our quiz for today, what was wrong with the pot of stew that Elisha uh, served? It was served to Elisha the prophet... The, the prophets, it had a poisonous gourd, a poisonous vine inside it. Ooh. So they were gonna die if they ate it, but then they added like lots of flour and then it was okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus said it is hardest for a rich man to enter heaven than for a camel to enter, to go through the eye of a needle. In nice. order to be saved in Egypt, God instructed the Israelites to place blood on the doorpost. King Darius, he said to Daniel, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you? And finally, fill in the blanks, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm. Fantastic. Good job to everyone who got the answers right. Congratulations to our amazing listener, Ethan, for winning Bibleopoly, the board game. We'll be able to to, to get down there and and play with him, hopefully. Uh, But right now, it's time for question of the day all right question goes like this since the disciples never knew Elijah or Moses and they were in glorified bodies how did the disciples know who they were when they saw them
0: okay I actually want to read to you right now the uh, the story here mm-hmm. so uh, this is from Matthew chapter 17. And, the part, and this is the part that she's talking about. Uh, when he was transfigured before them, his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. So this is with Peter, James, and John, his brother. They're up on the high mountain, and they're seeing this all take place. And then, behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here, if you wish. Let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. So, In the moment, they immediately knew. And here is what I think is happening. All through Revelation, all through Isaiah, it talks about for those who are faithful, for those who overcome, that they will be given a new name. A new name will be written Mm. uh, upon them. And I believe in some spiritual, heavenly way that they had maybe not name tags like we talked about a few days ago, But in some way, a a way of identifying their name because immediately, you know, Peter knew it was Elijah and Moses and wanted to build a tabernacle for him. So no one told him, no one said anything, wasn't audible, wasn't anything happening. It's just immediately they knew. So I think there is some identification card or not Mm. not like an ID card that we're thinking of, but like a name possibly written on their forehead, a Mm. name possibly written on the hem of their garment, Mm. you know. Uh, a way that it was clearly identifying who they were. Mm-hmm. and we and we see this in uh, Revelation, uh, we see this all through Revelation three. we see this in uh, throughout Isaiah as well too, this constant concept of uh, given being given a new name for those who overcome, for those who overcome temptation, for those who enter into the kingdom of heaven, for those uh, who uh, enter into eternal life, a new name will be given to them. In fact, the one who answers this question, Jesus, uh, or the one who answers this question, Jesus gives a new name. This is Peter, is the one who's saying, hey, let's build a tabernacle for all three. His name was Simon before. And then when Jesus calls him into ministry, he gives him a new name, Petros, which Mm. means little stone or little rock. And uh, it's a, (laughs) yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, (laughs) No. So Peter is given a new name as well, too. So it's very, likely that I would say that there was some sort of identifying mark or name tag or uh, name on the hymn or or, or, a hymn of the garment or name on the forehead uh, that was – or name written on a piece of stone as well, too. The Bible talks about that as well, too. And in some way, uh, they were able to identify both Elijah and Moses immediately, so they knew right away, which is really exciting because it kind of makes me think that when we go to heaven, we'll be able to identify – each other's names right away Mm. too which will really save for a lot of awkward conversations when we go into the (laughs) kingdom of heaven like oh hey dude what's up man how are you bro (laughs) no we'll know each other's Uh, other's names. that is so awesome (laughs) that that
1: is fantastic well good answer i want to i want to
0: know people's names
1: i want to have an awesome name in heaven too
0: you're gonna get one I got another text that's just come in, hot beverage and cake after breakfast before spending the day restoring a couple old forts. This is George. Yeah. With the, that's really cool. Sends the emojis, yeah, then he sends the description, it. Yeah, yeah. and he sent us a picture. Look at this beauty. Oh, that is epic. That is epic, actually. That's really cool. George, looks like you're going to have a fun day today. Mm-hmm. That looks very, very fun. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to The Breakfast Show here with uh, myself, Blake, and Lawson, Mm -hmm. the gift guy. Just the (laughs) gift that keeps giving, (laughs) Lawson Walters. Uh, We are so happy that you guys are with us. Look forward to seeing you and hearing from you next week on Faith FM where we talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.